0: This hour, Donald Trump is on the campaign trail, appearing at a National Rifle Association event in Pennsylvania, which of course is a key battleground state in his widely expected rematch with President Joe Biden. CNN's Kristen Holmes is at the NRA gathering in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So Kristen, what is Trump's message as President Biden is now once again on the defensive about a sensitive issue, really for both of them, their ages?
1: Everyone said I was exaggerating but Sandy. Alex, look, it is a sensitive issue for both of them. Trump is seventy-seven, Joe Biden's eighty-one, and a majority, or at least many, of Donald Trump's supporters are older, and I was told by senior advisors, there is some concern that he will alienate those voters if he is consistently attacking Biden for his age. So what Trump has sought to do is not after calling him mentally unfit, but also constantly saying it's not about age, he has a lot of older friends, this is just about cognitive mobility. Now, when it comes to that special counsel's report, even though Democrats, Republicans, President Biden himself have been focusing on that sentence that said that he was a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, Donald Trump has not seized on that at all. Instead, he has focused on blurring the line between his special counsel case, Jack smith brought on mishandling classified documents, documents, as well as Biden's case, saying that essentially it's a 2 tier justice system. Now, on the second day of this Biden fallout, Donald Trump has been uncharacteristically quiet all day. But of course, he is on the stage now. We will listen and bring you any updates to those comments.
0: Yeah, on the stage now, I can't hear what he said, but the crowd is booing. Kristen Holmes there in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Thanks very much. Also tonight, Trump and his lawyers are on the brink of yet another Supreme Court fight. They are facing a Monday deadline to ask the justices to block an appeals court ruling against Trump's claim of presidential immunity from prosecution. Let's bring in our legal and political experts. Uh, Ellie Honig, I want to go to you first. So what options does Trump really have right now?
2: So Alex, this is a procedural moment, but really it could be the whole ballgame. So option A, if Donald Trump does nothing, then the case on Monday will go back down to the district court, the trial court, which can resume its proceedings and presumably would set a trial date for a few months out. I think that's very unlikely. Option B is Donald Trump can go up and ask the Supreme Court either to take the case or to keep everything paused. And if the Supreme Court does that, then the case will be on pause pending the big decision, which is, will the Supreme Court take the case? If the Supreme Court does not take the case, Alex, then I think we're going to very likely have a trial sometime around the summer. Obviously, that's a huge deal, but if the Supreme Court take this case, that's going to push this whole schedule back to the point where I think it becomes probably unlikely that we see a trial before the election at all. So that key sequence is about to kick off on Monday.
0: And it had been originally scheduled for next month and then taken off uh, the docket. Ankush Kardori. The, the judges attempted to hamstring Trump's ability to ask the full court uh, to review this case. How do you expect Trump will deal with that aspect?
3: Yeah. So this was an interesting wrinkle to the, to the order that they issued. Ordinarily, Trump would have the option to ask the whole court for, uh, to rehear it, and that would extend this process even further. They truncated that by essentially saying, you can ask, it will not stop the clock unless we agree to rehear it. So uh, there's a strong disincentive, frankly, for, for now Trump to, to try to go that route. And so my expectation would be that on Monday we will see him go to the, the Supreme Court through his lawyers um, because the DC Circuit is not going to be so appealing at this moment.
0: Very interesting. Um, Audie, um, do you think that yesterday's oral arguments? In the Fourteenth Amendment case, the, the the Colorado ballot case impacts the Supreme Court's appetite for another highly politically charged Trump case.
4: I mean, I, to be honest, we noticed that in those oral arguments, they did not spend a whole lot of time talking about the issue of immunity or somehow trying to retry or try um, the president's actions leading up until January sixth. They were looking very narrowly at the certain provisions of the Constitution that were at play. But what they made very clear across the spectrum was what are the ramifications if we do something sweeping and it keeps coming to our doorstep to sort of figure this out and fundamentally all of these cases are about figuring out the guardrails what's legal what's not how do we prevent the country from falling into the same kind of political and cultural battle that it's been locked in for the last two years and is there a way to build stronger protections into case law so that we're not in this conversation four years from now
0: and and ellie quite simply what is your prediction do you think that the supreme court will be willing to take up this case
2: well alex as of this moment on friday february 9th i am at exactly 50 50. sorry to cop out but this could go either way really on the one hand this is why we have a supreme court this is a massive issue we know very little about it the consequences are enormous this is why we have a supreme court to give us rulings on cases like this on the other hand THE SUPREME COURT DOESN'T LIKE TO GET INVOLVED IN POLITICAL CASES. YOU CAN FEEL THEY WEREN'T THRILLED TO BE INVOLVED IN THE COLORADO CASE THE OTHER DAY. I DON'T THINK THEY'RE GOING TO BE THRILLED TO GET INVOLVED IN THIS ONE. AND WE'VE REALLY SEEN pretty, con- VERY CONSISTENT RULINGS FROM THE DISTRICT COURT AND THE CIRCUIT COURT. THEY'VE BEEN STRONG RULINGS. I THINK THEY'VE BEEN WELL-REASONED. SO I could SEE THEM SAYING NO, BUT REALLY IMPORTANT FOR PEOPLE TO KEEP IN MIND. OF COURSE YOU NEED FIVE OF NINE JUSTICES to win a Supreme Court case, but you only need four to take the case. So you can sort of count heads. You can say maybe Alito and Thomas will be willing to take it, probably Gorsuch. If that's the case, they only need one out of Roberts, Barrett and Kavanaugh to join them to give them a fourth to take this case, which as I said before, could well derail the case till after the election.
0: And, and Kush, let's turn to the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case where special counsel Jack Smith this week uh, detailed threats against prosecutors, judges, and other witnesses, uh, writing, quote, that witnesses, agents, and judicial officers in this very case have been harassed and intimidated, and the further outing of additional witnesses will pose a similarly intolerable risk of turning their lives upside down. So prosecutors want to keep the names of many of these individuals
3: secret. How do you think the court should be handling this? Well, look, when there's a public trial, information becomes public in the course of that trial. In the run-up to the trial, the judge does have have some discretion to sort of impose some confidentiality around the process, particularly in a situation like this, where you have the prosecutor saying people are being exposed to serious threats. So um, I would expect, or at least hope, that the judge would take this very seriously. I don't know what the judge will do, obviously. Um, But the judge has options here. But, you know, once it goes to trial, you know, people don't testify in secret. These people are going to be have, have to take the stand if they're witnesses.
0: Okay.
4: Alex, just to add to that briefly, you know, uh, we had the Colorado, I think one of the state election officials here, and she's had security with her everywhere she's gone. What under hmm. There have been attacks on the judiciary in one way or another over the last few years. There is actually a sustained concern about the safety of this process and the people involved.
0: Yeah, these threats can be very, very real. Uh, thanks to you all for your expertise tonight. Really appreciate it.